Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, Brandon here with Jimmy again. Good to see you, Jimmy. Good to see you, Brandon. Hey, so a few weeks ago we talked about the first church plan. We got a couple, we got a couple episodes in, but there's probably at least fifty episodes that we could go on here sure, for. Uh, sure. But this is part three, mm-hmm. and I want us to get a, a bit, a, a bit deeper into the stories mm-hmm. of Ulan Uday, sure. as well as maybe some principles that you're that you're still learning from. Yeah, uh, but. Maybe just take us, if you can, a bit more sure. into maybe a couple more stories from Ulana Day. Sure. Well, well, one of the one of the real exciting things that we uh, saw happen was just teenagers coming to the yeah. Lord. I mean, by the hundreds. And uh, I think I've shared before we would go into schools and they would do school assemblies, and we would always, after talking about American culture, have people raise their hands. They wanted to mm-hmm. know Jesus. We'd lead them in prayer. And we've got these old VHS videotapes yes. of it. It was awesome. And then we would do outreaches in the streets in the summers. And uh, we have all these old pictures of us worshiping in the streets. And, and some of our leaders today, actually our, our, our lead guy in Moscow, who also yeah. planted the church, or was the... Uh, ultimate leader in uh, Irkutsk, another city. Yeah. He had come to the Lord on the streets, uh, come to know Jesus as a teenager. But one of my favorite stories during that time mm-hmm. was uh, one of our leaders named Alexei became a leader. And he was about 16, 17 yeah. years old. And of course, everything was translated when we shared the gospel, make sure it's in clear Russian so they can respond yeah. in Russian, their heart language. And Alexei had come to the Lord and he was talking to some of the other Russians and saying, man, I really want to know Jesus more and everything else. And they said, well, the Americans, they know Jesus, right? And they said, well, how do we learn from them? And they said, well, we're learning English so that we can get to know Jesus. Now, I just want to say, if you know anything about missions, that's not yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to learn their language yes. to bring Jesus, but they had it figured, okay, we've got to learn English. So, uh, so Alexei felt a little left out. He you know, he had struggled in school a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and he didn't know any English at all. And so he cried out to God, and he said, mm. God, I need to learn English. I need to learn English so mm. that I can know you more. And within a few days, and that's not an exaggeration. You should hear him tell the story. Within a few days, it not only started flowing, he had perfect English. Wow. Alexei had incredible English. Wow. And... Um, and then he began to write songs. He was a worship leader. Yeah. He, was one of, he was one of our first worship leaders. And he began to write songs. One was called Glory to You, O God. Mm-hmm. And it was this beautiful song of expression. We translated it into English from Russian. Yeah. And we would uh, sing it even in our college group back in Waco. And uh, Alexei was uh, one of our main leaders for 10 straight mm-hmm. years. And uh, I still remember a bunch of... Uh, missionaries were at this conference yeah. and I had Alexei come speak yeah. on how Jesus had transformed his life and, yeah. and uh, how he learned English. And I still remember him standing up in the room and, he, and I said, Alexei, tell him your supernatural story of learning e- English. And he said, oh, it's easy. It began with a prayer. He said, I wanted to know Jesus and the people that spoke English knew Jesus. So I had to learn English. 
and God gave me the language. Mm. And everybody in the room was like, whoa, that we should be learning <laughs> Russian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just those supernatural things that would just yeah. happen so normally. Uh, one guy, I remember he uh, uh, had struggled with a lot of demonic activity, mm. dreams and you know, demonic dreams, nightmares, uh, just all his life, right? Mm -hmm. So he was a teenager, and he came to us, and we said, man, the Word of God's the thing that renews you. Mm -hmm. And so he came back a week later, and he said, I got a few questions. And he had this, like, notebook of questions. And we said, well, like, from which book of the Bible? And he said, well, from the whole thing. Uh, I read the whole Bible this wow. week. He read the whole Bible. Wow. Now, think about it, never reading the Bible. He had a few questions. <laughs> But yeah. afterwards, he just said, and I, I, I feel like the, through, through the Word of God and the Spirit of God, yeah. I'm going to get delivered. Wow. And so whoever, we were there, I remember we were in the room, and he just said, just lay the Bible on my chest wow. and pray. Wow. And we laid the Word of God on his chest, and we prayed, and the Spirit of God just broke in, delivered him of his demons wow. and his darkness and everything else. And he became one of our leaders That's for many awesome. years. And I still remember the Bible laying there on his chest in that little wow. Russian flat, and just seeing the glory of God show up because the guy believed. Yeah. He believed the Word of God was the power of yeah. God, and it, it delivered him. You know, one of the things standing out to me, at, even as you're just talking, is the, is the reminder that just to step into the windows of God mm -hmm. in history. That was absolutely. a window for you guys. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, even to this day, we still want to be people who run into those windows. Right. I mean, we talked about yeah. the first church plant, how you heard that the wall had fallen down and there's there's some openness and yeah. YWAM was making a way. Mm -hmm. But maybe talk, I don't, I don't know, maybe just talk real quick. Yeah. What does it mean for you to step into windows of God? Well, I think I can I can just go back to, to those Russia days. Actually, yeah. I was just with a guy named Paul Eshelman who yeah. started the Jesus film, right? I mean, he, for 40 years, he led the whole <laughs> wow. Jesus film project. Yeah. A billion plus people have seen the Jesus film wow. and responded to the gospel. I mean, wow, he's just a, a great guy and, and has become a dear friend. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking about this. He said, I remember when Russia opened up wow. and we yeah. all knew we had a window. Yes. And he said, we trained leaders. We tried to pull people together from every brand of the kingdom, evangelicals around the world. He talked about some of the funny stories, some of the tough stories. <laughs> yeah. But he said, we ended up sending thousands and thousands wow. of people into Russia because we knew the window was short yes. and we knew we needed to do it. So they sent in educators to all the schools. They created plans to rewrite policies and political issues. They wow. brought in lawyers. And of course, they brought in evangelists. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and one of the deals is they, in those days, they gave, they would if they let you use the Jesus film, it's these big reel to reel kind of eight millimeter yeah. deals yeah. or 16 millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd have these big plastic screens yeah. and they would give it to us under the guarantee you had to show it 40 times a month. Wow. And then you had to list all the people who responded to the gospel. Awesome. And so we'd take this big projector and we'd haul <laughs> yes. it into the villages and the whole village would show wow. up. And man, again, only God knows what, 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 who was honest in their heart about salvation. Yeah. But man, many times just just droves of people would respond to the gospel. And then as they'd watch the miracles of Jesus, their faith would rise. And then we'd mm. pray for the sick. And we saw the blind see, the deaf hear, especially in some of these Buryat villages yeah. who were kind of from the Mongolian descent. Yeah. And we found out yeah, yeah, later, yeah. we didn't know much about yeah. unreached people groups, yeah. but they were unreached. Yeah. And so um, those windows um, were... Uh, 
recognized by the Jesus film, yeah. by Campus Crusade, by YWAM. We got to be a part of it as well. And, and what was most exciting was that we actually planted churches yeah. that remain yes. even today. Yeah. So that no matter what regime would rise up, no matter whether people got uh, numb to the gospel yeah. or whatever, we planted deep and wide the mm -hmm. church of Jesus mm -hmm. so the gospel couldn't be torn out. Yeah. So even today, yeah. these churches are flourishing yeah. uh, because of our commitment, not just to preaching, but to planting churches. Yeah. So we never want to miss a window. Never want to yeah. miss a window, man. And, um, um, and, and I believe we're in a window right now yeah. in America. Um, yes. There's a, there's a, 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 a very a clear call, and there has been since 2015, that this mm -hmm. five-year window from 15 to 20, this to 2020, this is a window, um, I believe, all over the world, but spe specifically in America. Yeah. And so, man, I was just with a bunch of guys in, uh, in D.C. from uh, denominational leaders, yeah. people who lead ministries, and you're going to be hearing about a big deal we're going to be doing, calling the nation back to Jesus, yes. uh, making sure everybody has a chance to hear the gospel. Everybody has a chance to be in a disciple-making relationship. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a big deal we're going to yeah. be talking about coming up. But I like how we started going back to the old stories yeah. to give us faith for the now yes. day of God. Yes. Because when we preach, the Bible says the gospel is the power of God for salvation. Mm -hmm. And there is a new... A hunger in our land because yes. people are so desperate uh, they're looking for a savior and yeah. we've got one and his yeah. name's Jesus and you attach that to the church and discipleship and all those things that God's yeah. called us to do and and then if we embrace this window we believe that yeah. God's gonna move again in our nation like yes. never before yes so there's obviously tons of stuff happening around the world but specifically yeah. there's a window for America yeah and, and many of great people are, are saying uh, who've been involved in the nations, who've kind of kind of written off America, are coming back around and saying, "No, we need to yeah. we need to focus now. Yeah. Now's the time for America." Yeah. And uh, and and again, when you listen to these podcasts, you think, "Oh, wow, wow, wow!" But it's as simple as, yes. "Who are the ten people in yes. my life? Who are the ten people yes. in my neighborhood? Who's the person at the taco stand? Who's the person yeah. at the laundromat?" Yeah. Who's the person at the sports field? Yeah. It really is person by person. And if yeah. everybody who knows Jesus gets clear yes. with it, how do I share the gospel with this person? How do I pray for my neighbor? Ask and believe God for the supernatural. Yeah. We'll see it turning. Yeah. There's enough salt and light in the nation to turn the nation. Yeah. It's just that we got to believe that the time is now and do something about it. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.